Welcome to the Cool Girls Only podcast, where we talk about the excitement and uncertainty of navigating our 20s. I'm Jordan. And I'm Maddie. A cool girl is on a journey to becoming her best self, and we're here to share our thoughts and learnings every Friday with you. Welcome to Cool Girls Only. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? How was your adventures this weekend? My adventures this weekend. So for those of you who don't know, I went to a bachelorette party this weekend. It was actually my first one I've ever gone to. And it was a very like full-blown weekend extravaganza. Like it wasn't, you know, just like a night out or anything. Um, so it was, it was a, a real bachelorette party. Yes. It was like <laughs> You take two days of PTO bachelorette party. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it it was so fun. I know that we're going to do like a separate wedding season episode. So I'll like get more into it then, but it was good. I ended up actually getting stuck in Atlanta um, on like a layover flight and it was so stressful. I don't know if anyone else is traveling right now, but I feel like lately it's just a shit show. Like, yeah, I've been hearing so many issues. Just like like really long delays, cancellations, like what is happening? It was horrible. It was one of those like just crazy moments and it got delayed, delayed, delayed. Finally, they said, you guys, if you have the app, you already know your flight just got canceled. (laughs) And I literally, I, I was on the phone with Caleb at the time and he heard over like the intercom he heard on my phone and he was like, go get in line right now, like run. And so I ran in the line. And like, there were two girls in front of me and they were both fully crying, like Ugh. freaking out. We had been in the airport for like 10 hours at this point. It was just bad. And There's nowhere worse than an airport. I'm not like the airport is like one of my least favorite places in the world. I just, it, you can feel like the energy and everyone's anxiety is at a high, even when like flights are on time and everything is good. People are just anxious. Like mm-hmm. they're traveling, they're stressed, they're hungry. They're not in the normal environment. Like it's just a mess. So anyways, I finally got up to the podium and the woman was like, can you get on a flight to Newark tonight? I was like, yes. And she was like, here's your ticket run. It's boarding. So oh, I ran to the Atlanta airport and I made it on a like late flight into Newark. Oh, that worked out. But yeah, it was just but Newark's far as hell, but it's fine. <laughs> At least you were there. <laughs> I know some of these people in front of me were like, I think there was like one woman who got offered that seat and she didn't take it because she, she, like someone couldn't pick her up from the airport. Oh, I was like, are you fucking Uber. kidding me? Like, yes, Uber. Like, it's who cares if it costs You'll $50 get you're getting home. Yeah. Well, don't complain because you got her seat. So yeah, seriously. I was like, <laughs> I will take that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> please. Oh, yeah. oh, so that's was, so stressful. It was crazy. Back to work, back on the grind. Back on the grind. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How are I, you? How's, um, this was your first full week in Chicago, right? Yeah. Like actually first full week. It's crazy. Um, it's been good. It's the weekend was beautiful. Like such great weather. We had like saw some friends, got dinner, just, you know, getting into getting into the summer in Chicago, although, although it's like really gloomy out today, but I've been loving it. It's been good so far. Still feels fresh, still feels like we're just on vacation, but it'll hit. <laughs> I know. I wonder how long it will take before you're like, this is our home. Honestly, this probably like a month. 
I feel yeah, like I could for me, it, it was like, like at least a month. Yeah. It takes a while, like for it to just like settle in. Um, yeah. I mean, it's our apartment's also still pretty empty. Uh, so we're waiting on some furniture we ordered. Like we have an entire area for a dining room table. I've never had that in New York. So we're just like, what do we even do with all of the space? Um, so we need to like figure out that, but one piece of furniture at a time. I'm yes. trying to tell myself not to rush it because it's expensive. <laughs> it's so expensive. No one prepares you for that. Like when you finally move away from hand-me-down furniture and you want to get your own like pieces, it's so expensive. Oh my God. A floor rug. Who would have thought? So expensive. Draining my savings account <laughs> for a rug. For a fucking rug. Yeah. So that's where we're at, but it's great. Good. Yes. But when I, so I was like listening to this episode through just one final time and it made me miss you so much. Cause this was like one of our last episodes we recorded when I was in New York and it was so fun. Just a nice wine night, us giving you guys advice. I love that. We're, <laughs> we're like, let's get wine drunk and give people advice. I think it was a good idea. I think it was hilarious. This is a good episode. I need to re-listen to this one. Yeah, it's a good one. And if you guys want our advice, <laughs> we'll do another one of these recordings. So definitely check out the link for our submission, wine night advice submission, and just give us all the deets. Like we got some good um, questions and like, I think it'd be more helpful if you guys were a little more detailed. So we yeah, can just I remember- know like your situation. Yeah, there were multiple that were like three words. Yeah, like, you like guys really need to give us quick some background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We need some background. It'll give us more to work with, you know. We want to do more of these. You guys submitted some some good ones, and we want to hear more from you. What are you going through? They were kind of like some of the ones that you guys sent us. They were all over the place. Like some people were just like interview tips. And then yeah. other people, it was like their full story or like things with their relationship. So I think it could be anything like career, literally anything. dating life. Like what products are we using? Like, yeah. I don't know anything. <laughs> Such influencers. <laughs> yeah. So go for it. Did you have any advice that you want to share? What your no, favorite listen to our episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We can't think of any right now, but maybe next time we do an episode, um, a cool, a cool girl advice night episode. We will give our favorite pieces of advice we've ever gotten, but it's going to take me some time to think of what that is. Yeah. I need to like write a few down. And then in the moment when we have a glass of wine in us, pick one. Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. All right, guys. Well, we will get into today's episode. <laughs> Swing into the still here. I was literally expecting you to be like, all right, and we're back. Study <laughs> what test. Okay, I'm leaving that in. I'm leaving that in. Okay, just making sure we're good to go. We're recording. We're here with a little cool girl advice night. We have had a few glasses of wine and we have some submissions that we haven't looked at yet. <laughs> so I'm excited. Yeah, I think drinking the wine before the advice segment was pivotal. It was pivotal, and I think you guys are going to get our raw, honest yes. advice and opinions. That's so true. Okay, so 
how do we want to do this? You just want to go? Do we want to jump right in? Let's just jump right Let's in. Let's jump right into Let's, the list. Let's jump right in. Okay, so we actually got multiple questions around this topic, but this is this was our favorite submission. Um, I've been looking for a new job for a while now, and I have a big interview coming up with my dream company. Can you give me a few interview tips? Mm. Well, first of all, you probably submitted this before our interview episode came out. They definitely did. They definitely did. Um, but you can definitely go check out our interview episode because we just had one recently. But my, I think my main tip would be, and I think this was also my main tip in the episode, would be to be yourself and be authentic in the interview. Obviously, do your preparation. Obviously, do all of that. But I think my issue with interviews has always been like me trying to be what they Someone want Someone you're to not. Be. Yes, yeah. exactly. Someone I'm not. And it just doesn't come off across as authentic. And I think that's different than faking it until you make it. Like faking it until you make it is confidence. Like building like yourself up and being confident in the interview. But don't fake knowledge. <laughs> like, you know, just like be authentic and be honest about what you know and what you don't know. And like just who you are. I, I think that's probably my biggest advice and I think interviews can be super super intimidating and we also talk about it in our episode on ways that we kind of I don't know hype ourselves up yes hype ourselves up reduce stress before an interview and just kind of get in the right mindset so that was kind of a really a lot of advice yeah but let's you unpack go this. You let's go. unpack this because <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like this is something that keeps coming up. We've had multiple DMs about this topic. We had multiple people write in for advice about this topic. Like, I Everyone's interviewing. Yes, everyone is interviewing. The job hunt is crazy right now. Great resignation, all the things. I think you and I maybe gloss over the things that we think are common knowledge mm. too much. Okay, yeah. You know what That's I mean? True. Like, I... My most recent huge fuck up in an interview was literally like a year and a half ago, two years ago. And I, I just didn't know how to answer a question I should have known how to answer. So I think like back to basics, you need to prepare. And like when mm-hmm. we say that, that means to get specific, go on the company website, read the job description, however many times you need to read it to almost be able to memorize it. Like what yeah. do they want you to do? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like sometimes you apply for jobs and you're like, okay, apply. Here's my resume. Oh, I got a, I got an interview, a phone interview. I'll just gloss over the website and I'm fine. No, you're not fine. <laughs> no, I agree. Like memor- basically memorize the job yes, description. That's what they want to know. Like they're not, yes, they will ask you, what do you know about the company? Why are you interested in this company? But also like, why should you have this job? Like that is the fundamental question that they're trying to get from you is why should I hire you? Mm -hmm. And not just like I did NHS and I was a captain of this team. Like (laughs) cute. I love that for you. Like if that's your vibe, (laughs) preach that vibe. But also like tangible responses to commonly asked questions, I think is the biggest interview, like basic downfall. Yeah, no, I agree. Like have your go-to, like know exactly how to sell yourself. That's the thing. Like when I apply to a job and like, let's say I get an interview, I go through that job description so in detail. Like I will go line by line and I'll like, 
I'll color right. code it. I yeah. will like, if I know exactly how to do this mm-hmm. and like, this is easy for me, then I'll highlight it in a certain color. If like, this is something I kind of know about and like have exposure to and like take notes too, like take notes on like what you could speak to or like what you could say you could improve upon, whatever, just like know how to sell yourself because they're looking for someone. Obviously they posted this, this job description. They want someone who can do the job. So if you look through the job description and like really, really understand it, I think that'll help you. I think that's probably like the initial thing you should probably do. Aside from all the things I said. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Yeah, that's so important. I think that's something that not everyone is doing right now is looking at the actual job description. It can be misleading. I've had experiences. My current job, there was a like skill listed that was like required and in the interview, they said, are you worried about anything? I said, I'm worried about this skill. I don't I don't have it, to be honest with you. And they said, oh, you don't need that skill. And, That's and it's, so fucked up. Right. And like, <laughs> but this happens but all the happens, time. But it happens, yeah. Yeah, it really does. So like, People don't proofread these job descriptions. No, HR is proofreading it. And we all know <laughs> what that means. Yes, we do. We do. My <laughs> eternal hatred for HR. Jordan continues. really, really hates HR. I she just really can't. Does. I'm not going to get into it. She low-key wants to be an HR. But like, if you want me to be a headhunter for your multi-million dollar or billion dollar corporation, call me. I will be a headhunter. <laughs> Travel around She's, the world? Yeah. Oh my God. What a life. Um, But no, I think like the job description is a big one. Answering those basic questions like, what does our company do? I have been on an interview where I didn't know how to answer that question. I cannot. Shit. I'm not lying, you guys. What do you even say? Fucking make something up. I don't know. There's no way. I would hang up. <laughs> you would hang up? No, I wouldn't. But it would just be awkward because I wouldn't know what to say. I'm dead. Could you imagine hanging up in the middle of an interview? No. I bet people do that. I'm sure people do. We don't they want that hard to be question. you. <laughs> We don't want that to be you. We don't want it to be you. Please, Please don't, don't hang up the phone if you're on an interview. You can do this. You can um, do it. Which ties us back to my biggest piece of advice. Be confident. Mm-hmm. Like you said, there's a difference between blatantly <laughs> lying about your yes. skills yes. or your history and being confident. Yes. Speaking with confidence. Yes. Yeah, speaking with confidence how many times have we been on an interview where someone has been like we're the interviewer and someone is just sweating like someone is so nervous their voice is cracking they're so uncomfortable and you're on the other side of that and after i experienced that i vowed to myself like i never ever want to sound that way yeah even if i have no idea what i'm doing i would rather speak with confidence and not get a job than literally piss myself during an interview (laughs) well yeah and that's the thing because it comes through like the interviewer can sense your like anxiety and stress around the interview and nervousness like oh it just comes through yeah your shoulders are up to your ears you're so tense yes the tension like everything they can they can sense it so I think doing anything you can beforehand to not feel like that and like we said in our um in our previous episode Like, do not just be reading through everything two minutes before the interview. Like, you need to, like, get away from your computer, walk around. Just don't think about it for two seconds and get into it because you're going to stress yourself out and you're going to be so nervous going into it if you're just cramming. Never cram before an interview. That's Uh -uh. worse. I honestly think that's worse than not knowing the answer to something. Yeah, I agree. It makes you stressed. It is. 
puts your energy on a totally different unappealing level yeah. when you when you cram. Oh, oh my god. Okay, well these were some good tips. We just like went off. PS, go go listen to our interview yeah, episode too. Yeah, go listen two. to that episode. That's a good one. You'll be great. We have faith in you. <laughs> okay, our next submission says I have the hardest time saving money. Like I just spend everything I make, same. And maybe even more. Yeah, it's gotten pretty bad. What are your tips to get out of this? I think I just need someone to take my credit cards away. <laughs> maybe they do. Yeah, I mean, listen. <laughs> maybe if, someone needs to get credit yeah, cards away. If, if, you're you, right. if you're acknowledging that you have a problem with spending too much, and, and I'm not trying to come at you, we all have these issues. I don't know who you are, but I appreciate you writing in. I really appreciate you. Um. If you're acknowledging you have these issues and you are literally saying, I think someone should cut my credit cards up, bitch, cut your credit cards up. Literally. Like, you can do it. Yes. And you maybe you should do it. Maybe you should. I mean, I think, and I know, I mean, I don't spend everything I make, so I, you know, I'm not, I'm not there yet. You're not living but, beyond your means. Yes, I'm not living by, beyond my means, but I know what it's like to be in a cycle of consistently spending, spending and wanting to buy shit. And I'm just like, it's like a hard cycle to stop because you're like, oh, but I need this. So I'm just going to buy it. And then whatever, I'll save next month. It is like the hardest cycle to get out of. But sometimes you just have to say, stop. <laughs> I don't know if that means for you deleting Instagram. I don't know if that means for you deleting whatever Amazon. social Amazon off yeah. your phone. It's too easy. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think you need to create boundaries for yourself. I don't know. Obviously, we don't know like the details of your situation. But yes, I think boundaries are a big thing. Like, Cut yourself off from the things that are making you spend. Like if you're on Instagram and you're buying from there or I don't I don't know wherever you're buying from. Mm-hmm. Delete the Sephora app off your phone like right now because that's like my biggest you have the downfall. Sephora app, of course. You? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's it's really bad. So I think it's identifying the things that you're spending on and getting rid of them. And it's a hard thing to do. But the fact that you even wrote this in and are acknowledging it. Mm hmm. I think you're ready. You're yeah. ready to save some money and start investing, you know? I think she's ready. Yeah. I think <laughs> saving the money is first and paying off those credit card bills. Um, I think stop spending is first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here stop spending is first. Turn the faucet off. <laughs> Turn and the then, faucet off. And then we can evaluate the damage that's been done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think doing that also, like, getting real with you guys, I use my credit card for... Every purchase. Yeah, me too. Literally every single purchase. My debit card is dusty. It does not I've never get used. used it. I don't even know what people use a debit card for. I don't know my pin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> serious. Don't you okay. use a pin? Yes, you should know your pin. I don't know it. We'll deal with this later. Okay, so I use my credit card for everything, but you should pay that credit card off every single month at a minimum so you're not charged with interest based on the amount of money you have on that card. So in general, if you want to be someone that like uses your credit card to get those points, maybe you have a travel card, whatever it is, do that. There's nothing wrong with using your credit card for everything, but you have to be diligent and responsible enough yeah. to pay it down or you else it gets out of hand. You spend what you have. Right. Not, not more than that, you know? Right. For me. Not even what you have, like less than what you have. Exactly. Like set a limit. Yes. For me, my credit card isn't money I have it's just an extension of my current checking account for me in my mind that's what it is yeah same it's a good way to look at it 
All right. Well, I hope these tips help you. We also have a lot of finance episodes. Mm-hmm. I would recommend to reading the psychology of money. If that's something you're interested in. Yeah, let's in. get to the root cause of yes, this. Yes, let's get to the root cause. That's a really good book on just mindset. And I think that's kind of what you need right now. Mm-hmm. You need a mindset shift. Yep. So go check it out. Um, I hope I hope this helps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else we got? Okay, our next one is, should I move to New York City? I've always wanted to, but I'm really torn about taking the leap. What is holding me back is the expense, but I really feel like it would be a great place to be as a creative. Oh, I love that you're a creative. Mm, I love that you're a creative. So in New York is I like love that you're branding perfect. yourself as a creative. Yeah. You know, maybe we should do that. I like that. I think we're creatives. We have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, should you move to New York? What's holding me back <laughs> is the expense. Me leaving New York. <laughs> yeah. I think... Obviously, we love New York or else we wouldn't have moved here in the first place. Yeah. So yeah. we're advocates. If the expense is what you're worried about, I would think about like realistically how much would it cost you to move here and to live here and how much could you make? So like I know that's a very like basic finance answer, but I think it's really important to think about before you just like move here on a whim. Um, right. But it's also like we don't exactly know your situation too so as a creative like you could potentially make more here we yeah i just i don't know exactly your your situation but and if you're at a point where you're like i want to be in new york so badly that's what's going to feed my soul i'm a creative i want to be in the art do it come here and work as a waitress for fucking do it however long it takes like we've all done it there's ways to make money outside of just your passion which is what most people do yeah I think you should. I think it's an amazing place to live. And if you really want to live here, you should do it. Like, I don't know. I feel like you'll regret it later on. I agree. I think that is so true. And I think there's so many people who skip ahead and like regret it later on. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something you and I have always been like, we don't want to feel that way ever. No. So we moved here and we We lived here and we did it. And You'll feel so good once you do it. And like, it's not a forever thing. Yeah. You don't, I mean, you don't need to move here and stay forever. It's like, Get a you did it. Yeah, just <laughs> do it. Do it for a little bit. I mean, just test it out. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's a good idea. I think you should do it. I think this is a great place for creatives. I mean, to be honest, yeah. where else? I, I agree completely. You're right. I didn't even think about that aspect of the... Like whatever submission. Cr- I wonder what kind of creative. Like what? I know I'm so curious. What are I, you we doing? need you guys to write more details. Yes, DM these. me and like I wanna we know. Want, we want full, full details. This is too vague for us. This is too vague. I need to know you. Like, please. <laughs> I just like that you label yourself as a creative because like it's cute though. It's cute. I love it. Move to New York. All right. I'm I'm probably in Chicago at this point when we're when this comes you out, are, but yeah. ugh. I'll miss you. Sad. <laughs> Our next submission says, my boyfriend, my boyfriend recently got a new job and is relocating to Amsterdam. I'm not able to move there because of work and we are going to be long distance for the first time in our relationship. Do you have any advice on making this work? Fuck. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> By saying making this work it's like you're almost acknowledging it probably it won't not work, work. yeah who yeah. i mean i'm just trying to think 
because I can't imagine. But you know what? Well, you've you've done long distance. I've done long a distance. very short distance <laughs> compared to Amsterdam. I, I don't know like where I this can't person even lives. Call it long but. distance. Okay, so Joe and I dated in college, and like he, we went to separate schools, and it was like an hour apart. But like we didn't see each other all the time. Like you know, you're in college, and you have your separate lives, and you're doing things. So we we weren't going to each other's schools all the time. I will say that. I don't know. It just takes a commitment from both of you. And you need to understand and know that you're both committed to it because we both were. And I feel like that's why so many long distance relationships don't work. It's like when maybe one person isn't fully in it and then that's where everything falls apart. Um, I don't know. I think definitely having like a conversation or even potentially going to couples therapy um, could could really help you guys. Um, If you're both... If you're both committed, I think that's the first step, like determining if you're both committed and if you're both committed, then you're both going to be constantly communicating, texting, like FaceTiming, just being in each other's lives. Um, I think, I think that's the biggest thing. Just making sure you're both in it. Yeah. I also think like communication, like if you guys have any issues with communication, that is going to be very difficult. Not only is there a massive, I'm guessing, time difference if you're in Eastern time or even anywhere in the U.S. versus Amsterdam, that's a huge time difference. So like that's tough. And also you're just not going to see them as much. Damn, so I didn't even think about the time difference. Fuck. Yeah. Like that, that would be very difficult. And I think that's also important to note is like you're literally acknowledging that I think you're acknowledging a bit that you know this might be really difficult and you don't Mm -hmm. know if it's going to work. So like Maddie said, obviously commitment is key. Do you trust this person? Do you feel like you're both committed long term to make this work? And on top of that, like maybe there are certain things you can do. Like we're going to FaceTime every Sunday at this time. Like have it in a schedule. Yeah, I I agree. Like I think it can get really messy and like. And also plan when you're going to see each other, like plan Ooh, trips, yeah. because then you have said that to look forward to, too. Like, I think just planning, commitment, all of these things combined when, um, to work. When I interned in New York City a few summers ago, I, Caleb actually planned trips and we paid, we split the cost for yeah. both of us whenever we went back and forth. But he visited New York, obviously, the most because I didn't want to go back to Michigan because <laughs> New um, York's fun. <laughs> But we bought plane tickets for him months in advance and split the cost for him to come visit me. Yeah. Like. You're committed. Be- yeah. You have a fucking ticket at this point. Like, you know where you I live. You paid for it. You, you paid, paid for half it. of it. I know. That's what I'm saying. You got to make it work. Exactly. I yeah. think that's a good idea, too. Definitely. Yeah. Go to Amsterdam. Go to. I mean, Use this not? to your advantage. Use this to your advantage. Shit. Fine. You could even find a job there if you really want to. I was going to gonna say. Maybe convince fun. your employer to like. Seriously, I mean, that'd be so cool to live abroad. But if you can't live abroad, visit as much as you can. Well, I hope that answered your question. And I (laughs) I mean, I agree. Like, I think commitment, just planning, everything. And if you're both on board, I think it's going to work. I truly do. Mm -hmm. So just make sure you're both on board. That's it. And keep talking. Like, if at one point you're like... Open communication. Yes. If at one point you're like, I can't do this anymore. Okay, what do we do now? Is there a way for you to come back to the city or wherever you're living? Is there a way for you to come back to the U.S.? Is there a way for someone to go to Europe? Like, like how can we make this yes, work? Yes, yes, yes. Like, put in the effort. If things are crumbling, communicate. You know, use it to your advantage and mm-hmm. go live in Europe for a while. Oh, the dream. Seriously. Oh. 
All right, guys. Well, we have one final advice. Go for it, Jordan. <laughs> I love this. She says, okay, I don't have the best relationship with my boss at work, and I've been trying to get promoted. Good for you. I've been at the company for about a year now, and I feel good about my performance so far. I just feel like my manager doesn't have my back, and I'll have to look for a new job instead of getting promoted. What would you do in this situation? Any advice would be appreciated. Oh, this is really tough. This is really tough because it sucks when you don't have a good relationship with your boss because they're literally the person who approves your promotion. They control everything. It yeah. sucks. Oh, what would I do in this situation if I didn't have a good relationship with my boss? I mean, I've already had this situation and I went to a different company. <laughs> so Same, yeah. Wow, we've both done that. Um, yeah, I mean, unfortunately... That's the way it kind of goes. It's like if you, it, it really sucks. It really does suck. Like if you yeah. don't have a good relationship with your boss, it's really tough to move up. I feel like the first step is being honest. I wouldn't bring up your relationship with your boss if it's negative. Don't fucking rehash that. But maybe have a discussion about your performance so far and say, hey, whatever, Shelly, this is my performance so far. I think I'm deserving of a whatever promotion in this case what can I do to get there and honestly if I were you and your relationship is really poor I would want this in writing Mm -hmm. so I would maybe share your screen and show that you're taking notes or maybe record the conversation if you just want to be like extra cautious but like I really to my core believe it's better And I know Maddie and I aren't one to talk about this, but I do think that it's better to stay at a company you like and move to a different team than to leave a company you Mm -hmm. like just because of a bad manager. So if you're in a situation where you want to stay and you just feel like you're stuck with your current, you know, line of command, maybe that means it's time to apply to a job internally on a different team so that you can stay in the same environment, same culture you're happy with and get a promotion, hopefully. And And hopefully a better manager. Yeah, exactly. No, what I do think, you think I think that's that's true. And, you know, like I, I didn't do that. I left, which I think was a good it was good for me for sure. And like, OK, you said you've been there at the company for what a year. I said a year, a year yeah. now, which is, you know, a good amount of time. And I feel like for us, our generation, we like to stay at company is pretty short. So it's up to you. I mean, if you really like the company, like Jordan said, try and see if there's something else within a department that you're interested in. But also know that there's a lot of opportunities out there. And if, you know, if you don't have a good relationship with your boss, I feel like that's the core of my work life. Like if I don't have a good relationship with my boss, I'm stressed all the time. I'm always stressed about logging on. If they ping me, I'm like, oh, my God, what did I do? But if you have a good relationship with your boss, you just have a good, I don't know, work you just life. have a good work life. Yeah. I i just don't know how to describe it. It's just so different. Like when you have a good relationship with your boss, you're not, you don't get Sunday scaries. You're not anxious. It's just fine. Yeah, so, it's work. So it just depends. Like if you're able to move move within the company, but also get your promotion, then do it. But if you can't do that because your manager needs to sign off on it and she sucks or she or he sucks, um, then go for it. Go for something else because, I mean, 
there's a lot of opportunities out there right now and you can get you can get a promotion you can get more money you can get more benefits like just i i think i say go for it yeah i think that's a big one is money like we're really really seeing today now more than ever that companies are just unwilling to give you raises above a certain percentage. That's the sad thing. Yeah. If you stay at a company, you will not get a raise you would get if you just moved to a different company and negotiated. And and that's the problem is that there's there's this wallop of you need to ask for 10% more than you actually want because Mm -hmm. it's just a game and they're going to come back and then you have to negotiate and then you have to do this. How come I can't just say... I think I deserve this amount and here's why. And then you say yes or no. Mm -hmm. If you really don't think so, you have to know you're running the risk of me leaving Mm -hmm. because I've already told you what I want and why I deserve it. And I'm not just making shit up on the fly. Like if I, you know what I mean? If you're being authentic, which I guess in this case, you don't have a good relationship with your manager. So this is tough. Mm -hmm. But like Maddie said, I think it can go either way. If, If you like the company, like the culture, I wouldn't jump ship just because of a bad manager. If and you couldn't give less if you couldn't give if you don't care at all yeah. about any of it <laughs> if you then, don't care leave yeah seriously it's not worth it so it's up to you but i think i think that was our two cents <laughs> yeah and i think like there's a difference between not having a good relationship with your manager and being in a toxic yeah. environment like yes if you feel unsafe if you feel Report like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah Go to HR. If, if if you are feeling like you're severely underpaid if you're severely undervalued if you're working crazy hours and you're you don't feel like it's a two-way street like that's a different scenario so like if you're in that scenario that's more than just a manager that's Mm -hmm. a company and you should probably get out of that yeah because it definitely from our experience it can get better oh it can get so much better we've been in some pretty dark places we have been i feel like (laughs) sometimes i think about just like our professional journey and we both had a very similar route Mm -hmm. i think you're always like two steps ahead of me (laughs) you're coming up you're coming up on your next move but i honestly (laughs) i love that you're two steps ahead in life than me because then i can just like wait and see what happens (laughs) and then like take from that oh my god yeah we'll see we'll see what happens but i guess you're coming up on your next career move shit yeah i'm what seven months in Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I left my last job at 10 months. Oh, my God. I know. I was, I'm not going to lie. I was shocked when you left your last job. I, I really was. I was shocked, too. But you know what? The opportunity presented itself. Do you have any I regrets so far? say no. I have zero regrets because my manager that I, I love so much left. So oh, I had right. no reason to stay. I right. mean, the only reason I had to stay was the promotion, which I potentially was getting. But then I got this other offer and it was in Chicago and we were thinking about moving. So it just right. all stars aligned. Everything mm-hmm. perfectly fit. So I don't regret it. It just happened. Ten months. I didn't even make it to a year, but whatever. My manager was gone and I loved her. So that was like a huge reason. Yeah. Another reason to go for a manager that you respect, you want to work for, you enjoy working with. It just makes all the difference. Yeah. And also tying this back to the first entry we got about the interview tips, like you're interviewing them as well. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know if my manager is listening. If you are, hey, <laughs> hi, hey, but um, I asked to meet with the hiring manager when I was interviewed because I just hadn't been interviewed by her. She was on maternity leave. Yeah. I was interviewed by someone else 
and they gave me an offer and I said, I'd really like to meet with the person who's going to be managing me. Yeah. And they thought it was like a power move. I guess looking back on it, it kind of was a power move. But honestly, I just you wanted to, to talk to them. You need to know. Yeah, I agree. And especially after our experiences of like not having the best work environments and not having the best like managers previously, mm-hmm. I was so jaded and so scared. Yeah. So I felt the need to like talk to this person who's going to be in charge of me. It's a big decision. Like, it's huge. Do not take it lightly. Like yeah. if they're giving you a ton of money, great. But like, are you going to enjoy it, every day? If the manager day? sucks. Yeah. That's a huge red flag to me. Like knowing what I know now, I don't think I would work for someone that I didn't vibe with in an interview. Yeah, 100%. Well, I don't even... We just kind of got one on tangent. <laughs> we went but. all over. <laughs> okay, these were our submissions. Thank you guys for submitting. This was really fun. And we'll keep we'll keep doing it. Yeah. Keep submitting. Like, I enjoy it. I want to keep hearing more. I want more detail from you guys. We got some submissions that were very, like, two words. We want yes. more. Give me the deets. Yes. I want to know the background. We're not going to... Everything's anonymous. We can't see who posts. We don't know who posts We don't know these. your name. We don't know anything. So... Just keep it coming. Shoot your shot. And, yes, the more details, the better, because then it gives us more to work with, you know? And that's a wrap on this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you want to stay up to date on everything for the Cool Girls Only podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Cool Girls Only Podcast. And you can sign up for our monthly newsletter at coolgirlnews.com. All of our information is linked in the show notes. We would also love to hear any topics you're interested in or any guests that you think would be a good fit for the show. Feel free to send us a DM on Instagram. We would love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time, Cool Girls. Cool Girls.